This is Cody Smith, and you're listening to the Create Yourself Podcast. What is going on, you guys? Welcome back to the Create Yourself Podcast. I am so excited about this show today. Man, I got to talk with my friend Jason Phillips of IN3 Nutrition. This was such a great show. If you just listen to this guy talk for like four or five minutes, he's going to have you wanting to run through a wall. He's super raw, super authentic, and he speaks so many truths and he doesn't hold back. And I think that's important and it's a, it's a great quality for a coach to have because, again, I talk about it all the time. Uh, a coach will tell you what you need to hear instead of what you want to hear. Uh, I had the pleasure recently of being coached by this guy at an event. It was awesome, and I'm super excited for you guys to hear his interview today. We jumped into all sorts of topics. We touched on business, nutrition coaching, entrepreneurship, adrenal fatigue, anorexia. I mean, we were all over the place. Um, But nonetheless, you're going to get so much impact and so much value from this podcast, and I'm excited for you guys to listen. Now, do me a favor before we jump in the show. I want you to go ahead and take a screenshot on your phone. I want you to tag both Jason and I in it. He is at JasonPhillips underscore IN3. And I am at the CF7C coach. Go ahead and post that on your story. Tag us. Let us know who is getting impacted, who is getting value from this, and then who we're reaching. And then the next part of it is I want you to go into iTunes and I want to get a rating and review from you. And the reason why I ask for this is because it helps me to know how I'm doing. It helps to know who I'm reaching and who's getting value from this. And then more importantly, it allows you to give me feedback on maybe guests that you want to have on, topics that you want to get discussed. At the end of the day, it's all about what value am I bringing to you and how am I doing. Now, without any further ado, I'm going to go ahead and get Jason on here. I'm super excited for it, and uh, we'll talk to you next time. All right, so Jason Phillips on the Create Yourself podcast. Man, it is a complete honor to have you on the show. I've been following you for quite some time. You're my coach's coach, per se, and it's an absolute honor to have you on today. How are you feeling today, man? Oh, dude, I'm feeling well. We're getting ready to do an event out here in Scottsdale, and uh, things are good, man. It's an honor to be on here. So I appreciate the time. Awesome. My wife and I were like joking around the other day and talking about like, where could we go? Cause you know, we're in like crappy Washington. The weather's terrible right now. And I was like, babe, we just need to buy a house somewhere and just, you know, go somewhere where it's warm. And I was like, how about Scottsdale? She was like, yeah. like well, it's, it's really time. warm here, bro. Yeah. It's like 115 today. So I'm not sure this is where I'd buy the house. <laughs> yeah. It's like mid July and it's rainy and 60 degrees here. So it's a little annoying, but it is what it is. True. True. I mean, we could all find something to bitch about, but we've all got lots of things to be grateful for, too. Exactly. Exactly. All right. So, I, I, man, I, we were talking a little bit before in the, your background story, the, the context of how you've made it into the, the coaching and the business and mentoring space to me is like, man, it's super, it, it's super encouraging for you know, an up and coming guy like myself. So uh, I'd love for you to give us a little backstory on who you are and then how you found your way into the, uh, the coaching space to what you're doing now. Yeah, man. I mean, you know, like most people, I think in the nutrition space, you know, I actually think that most people in our space that are coaches, like we all kind of started our own journey. And, you know, we probably all had something that was, I guess, wrong. I don't know any other word to say it. But, you know, for me, it was anorexia. You know, I had a pretty nasty battle with it. And, you know, I turned it around and overcame that and really just kind of committed myself that the rest of my life was going to be about paying it forward. And, and, you know, making sure that I could help as many people as humanly possible. And so that's what I committed to. And you know, that's what led me to the coaching space. Uh, you know, fortunately, I, I found my way into a, a pretty successful coaching business. And 
then had, you know, several others reach out and want to be able to do the same. And, you know, I was kind of able to take the same principles that built our coaching business and, and apply that to the business space. And, you know, really the crazy part is the principles are the same, no matter what we're coaching, whether it's nutrition, whether it's business, um, you know, we always try to live true to the same things, which is, you know, impact over income. And, uh, you know, we've been able to kind of take that moniker and take the moniker of going all in on, on a person and, and on the, you know, on the set of actions and, uh, really be able to create success, man. And that's, that's kind of where we're at today. Yeah. You know, it's so cool to see you like leading other coaches and stuff like that, because, you know, when I first like heard of you and stuff like that, it was on like a barbell shrug podcast and, uh, you came and I find you, you're doing it in your coaching practices now too, is like, you're you come like really against the, against the grain and it's raw and it's authentic and you're not afraid to like speak your mind. And that's something I really try to do now myself is like, just really be, um, just speak what I think is to be the, the best process and really anything. And, um, you know, you came, the, the first thing I ever heard you talk about was like HPA access dysfunction and how uh, a lot of coaches in the CrossFit space are getting this wrong. Um, so overall, man, like what gives you that belief to just come to the space and just be raw the way you are and, and speak your truth and not be afraid, not be afraid of like what people think, like, where does that come from? Well, if I'm being honest, man, like, and I appreciate that, but like, if I'm being honest for a long time, it wasn't that way. Um, you know, and obviously anybody that's heard my business career knows that there was a point where I was a complete failure, um, long before I was a success. And, and so, you know, the reason that I was a failure was I actually was afraid to speak my truth. I was afraid to, to be polarizing. And I was afraid to bring my ideas to the space because, you know, what I've known to be true has never really blended in. Like I've, I've always just kind of thought independently, but I was afraid to put those ideas out there. Um, and, and actually, man, what allowed me to do it was really hitting rock bottom. Um, you know, I was at the lowest point in my life. I was on a holiday, you know, on a vacation with my girlfriend at the time. Uh, I was overdrawn on my bank account. I'm wondering how am I going to pay for the, the vacation, let alone buy a cup of coffee. And, you know, I was just like, you know, when I left that trip, I'm like, I, I literally have no choice but to stay true to myself. And, and that's when I was like, you know what, man, like, uh, you know, fuck it. Like, I'm, I'm going all in and, and I'm doing I'm doing it on me and, and I'm going to do it this way. And like, if, if nothing else, man, like, I just want to help people. I might not ever make money. People might hate me for it, but I'm going to be me. And, and I came to find out like, man, people love that vulnerability. They love that raw authenticity and, and, and they love the truth. And, and so now, like, I, I live my life by, you know, one simple piece of, uh, of information, and it's just always tell the truth. And, and you know, sometimes, it, sometimes it's polarizing, sometimes it, it blends in, but at the end of the day, man, that's what you got to do. And, and, and you start to realize, you know, when, when you do things for the right reasons, for the right people, uh, people tend to be attracted to that, man. Like, you and I were talking off the air, you know, before this, that, you know, when you watch me come in a room... Um, you know, not to, not to brag or anything like that, but I can own a room pretty quickly. Um, oh, for sure. No doubt. <laughs> and, and it's mostly because I'm not afraid to be authentically me. I know that there's people in the room that will not, that, that will not vibe with me. That's cool, man. Like, and, and I don't think any worse of you for not vibing with me because I probably wouldn't have vibed with me at some point either. Right. Like I, I respect you. I love you. I want the best for you. Um, but I, I think that no matter whether you love me or, or hate me, you know that like I want the best for you. And, and that's the part that I think has really allowed us to move to levels of success that really like I didn't even dream to be possible. You know, what's crazy about that is like, um, there's, there's so many parallel parallels with all that stuff that you just talked about. Like, 
like being real, being authentic, like, um, like it, when I'm coaching clients, like to even get them to do like what they need to do to change their body or to, to fix their nutrition, stay on their exercise program. Like they have to be real with themselves. Like they have to be open to like the reality of what's going on. And you know, Garrett J. White's always talking about like, stop lying, stop lying to yourself. And, it, and, it, and it's, it's a true fact. And it's something that I've taken that concept myself and just applied it to every aspect of my life. And, you know, now I'm going through this process right now where I'm really starting to uh, mentor other gym owners and getting into like making sure that my team, like, I, you know, I run uh, two businesses, a martial arts gym and then a CrossFit gym. And uh, I, I'm starting to step more into like a, a mentoring role towards my team. And, and there's like this part of me that's like, you know, who am I to mentor these people? Are they really trying to hear it? But if like, if I'm going to stay authentic, authentic to myself and know that um, I'm coming from a place that I have grown and I want to give them that. And if they're not wanting to receive that, because I know that I'm not lying to myself and that, and that they could possibly be lying to themselves, it makes me not feel like, like unencouraged to keep pushing them and push them to be better. Because at the end of the day, like if they don't want to grow, if like my clients don't want to grow, that kind of falls on them. But it's my job as a coach to give them every tool possible to grow. hundred percent, hundred percent, man. I completely agree with that. Yeah. So, um, you know, now you, you, something you said a long time ago on a show that uh, was real profound to me was like, you were talking about how you came up with the whole concept of like NCI, right? Like your, your nutrition company and how you got into like sure. doing that whole certification process. And you said uh, something that I loved and, and, and I, I, re- I wrote it down immediately and I do it all the time and I use it with my coaches now too, is this whole concept of why not me? Right. And, and right. you said this on the, on this podcast about like, you were just sitting somewhere, I forget exactly where. And you're like, you know, um, I thought to myself, like, why not me? Why can't I, you know, make this certification and stuff like that? Can you go into mm-hmm. like where that mindset came from? I mean, you gotta, everybody has to understand that everything in life, everything that's been accomplished has, it's been done. Right. And, and so there's certifications that have been built. If it's been done once, it can be done again. And, you know, the four-minute mile, everybody talks about that story, right? Like, nobody had broken the four-minute mile. And, and, like, it was, it was thought to be impossible. And all of a sudden, like, one person did it, right? And as soon as that one person that had done it, like, nobody had ever done it, like, years and years. And all of a sudden, one person did it. And inside of that one person doing it, like, in the next week, like, something like 10 or 12 more people did it. Like, how in the hell do we go from zero people doing it to 12 people doing it in one week? Like, did it really become that much easier? No. It just more people started to believe that it could actually be done. And that's the crazy thing, right? So every single thing you do starts with self-belief. And it's, you know, listen, there was definitely times in my life where I would not in any way have said, why not me? I'd have been like, I could never do that. Right. But I I also think that, you know, when I built my certification, um, you know, I had already had some success in the coaching realm. And and so I I think that I just carried that over. It's like, well, I created success one time. Why can't I go do it here? Why can't I do it there? And I I actually and, you know, I operate with the belief now you could drop me in any industry. And I believe that I have the tools, the skills, the vision and the self-belief that I could flip the industry on its head and I could make waves. And, and that's not like a, I don't want that to come across as a cocky statement. I want it to come across as a confident statement because it's not the skill set that will win. In fact, there's, there's a lot of people that are way smarter than I am for sure. Um, 
but there's very few people that are willing to die for what they do. And there's very few people that are willing to put in the work at the level and, and, and with the belief that I am. And that's where I think my superpower and advantage lie. I think that whole belief in yourself is a huge concept just because, especially, you know, as a coach or a mentor, like if, or, or if you want to do anything, like if you don't believe it to be true or that it could be possible, you're, you're pretty much just killing yourself anyways, because, and it's something that, you know, I found when I first got into the whole journaling aspect and, and, you know, now I use it with all my clients, but when I first got into journaling, like I would always like say that I want these things or say that I want to do these things. But then when I, you know, I, I run through this process to where like, I write it down in my journal as if like it's already happened. And when I found myself mm -hmm. doubting it, it was just this crazy like realization that like, wow, I'm, I don't even believe it to be true to, I don't believe that it is true enough to even write this down right now. And, um, but that's across the board with everything. I mean, my nutrition clients, like if they start like, well, be just type you said it right. Well, you said it too. You know, we're leaders and we're coaches. And do we really think that our clients are going to be successful if they don't believe in ourselves, in themselves? No, right? Like we know that it's a prerequisite for them to become successful. Well, if we don't have that same self-belief, what are like, we're doing them a disservice as the one leading them. 100%, 100% agree. So on top of like believing in yourself, like you, you coach so many coaches now, like you're, like, I would sure. consider you like the coach's coach. What are some qualities? <laughs> I appreciate that. What are some qualities across the board that you think that you see that are parallels between like your coaches that are like doing it, they're crushing it versus coaches that are still trying to find their way. Like what are some qualities you see that they have? So, I mean, there's a lot, man. The first is like really self-awareness. I think that you have to know what you're good at and what you're not good at. I think that, you know, there's so much advice out there as to, you know, what works and what doesn't work. And, and I always say like, none of it's right. None of it's wrong. Um, you know, I, I'm not like one of these guys that's out there like bashing the other gurus. Like I would argue that pretty much everyone that's out there that's helping others create success is, um, you know, they, they have something that works, but, I think the people and the coaches that really get it are the ones that are, are ready to triple down on their strengths. Um, you know, I, I very much align with Gary Vaynerchuk and, you know, I don't always think you have to work on your weaknesses. I think that if you spend time trying to be super complete, you're, you're really just trying to be good at everything and not great at one thing. Um, you know, I, I'm not good at, at web. I'm not good at graphics. I'm not great at content, but I'm really fucking good at coaching and I'm really good at connecting. And I'm really good at vision, right? And those are my superpowers. I can walk into a room, you know, I can talk to you for five minutes. You can tell me the state of your business, of your business, and I can give you your vision for the next six months to a year within five minutes. And I can tell you exactly what steps you should be taking. And, and that's a superpower. If I tried to get really good at content, that would only fucking hurt me, right? So the, the first thing I would say is just self-awareness and, and being willing to triple down on your strengths. The second thing, man, is patience. None of us got here overnight. Uh, you know, I, my journey is filled with 15 years, and the majority of that 15 years is it's filled with failure. You know, it was the last five years that I got it right, but that's 66% of the time that I failed, um, and, and only 33% that I experienced success. And, and yes, that success is, is pretty high, and, and I'm very grateful for it, um, but having that patience is, is massive. And then the third is just vision, man, like, and, and willing to continue to evolve I think that we all have to recognize who we are, where we're going, and, and really be open to continuing to evolve. You know, if you would have told me 
three years ago that I would be the coach's coach, um, I would have told you you're crazy. I would have just said, you know, I'm just a guy that knows a lot about food. Um, but that's just where my journey led me, man. Like people wanted that help and, and I was blessed enough with the gift to be able to help them. And, um, you know, I, I just, I was willing to roll with it and, and evolve and, and, you know, Hey man, like five years from now, I, I might be doing something else and, and that's cool. Like I don't, I, you know, I, I just try to make the most of every day and, and I, I try to add value to people. And really that's what I live by and wherever that takes me, man, it's, it's kind of an exciting journey to, to, you know, just to see and to experience. You know, everything you just said was just like so simplistic and just things that I think people always go over. And I do that same thing with my clients and, and especially the, the folks that I'm mentoring with right now is just like, where are you at right now? You know, what are you good at? What are you not so good at? Like, can we double down on the things that you're good at? And then obviously <clears throat> there's some weaknesses that you got to bring up and stuff like that just to be, you know, even keel. But at the end of the day, like just simply mapping out, like where are you at and where you want to go? And then having that awareness like you talked about having vision and awareness, like if you just realize where you are and not, you know, not lie about it essentially. And then where you're going, everything else just gets very simple. And then uh, another piece of that too, that, that I love that you said, and something I believe also is like, we can't be everything to all, to, to all people all the time. You know, like, if, right. like when I first got into the online space, it was like, you know, I want to be a CrossFit coach or a functional fitness style coach teaching that those principles, but then I want to be a nutrition coach, but then I like bodybuilding too. And I was talking to everybody and not talking to anybody. And, and that whole concept of just like doubling down on what uh, I'm best at and, and trying to not be everything just made such a huge difference in my business. So I did. I mean, I, I couldn't agree more. Yeah. So on top of that, like, Something that I feel like your company does really, really well, and, and it's one that I've adopted also with is like the whole mindset behind nutrition coaching. And you know, like, for instance, I've, I had uh, Jess Durando on here, and it was cool to see like, like there was a certification that you guys were working on at the time, and that was something that was coming out because it used to just be like all macros, all food quality, you know, what types of things, your proteins, fast and cart. Like, it was and nobody ever talked about like the mental component. And I feel like you guys came to that space, came to the nutrition space with just a different message. Um, at what point did you like realize that's so important? I, I mean, honestly, pretty early on, I, I would say it's, you know, it's kind of the foundation of, of how we've created success is the, the fact that, you know, listen, in a state, in a, in a day, you know, here we are 2019 um, and the nutrition coaching space is more crowded than it's ever been which tells us there's more somewhat educated, you know, people in, in this world talking about food and trying to deliver value. We're at an all time high rate of obesity and we're at an all time high uh, state of confusion. And so clearly it's not food knowledge that the world needs more of. Clearly it's, it's not more dietary implica, you know, uh, what's the word that I'm looking for, you know, not implication, but, uh, imposition or, you know, it's, it's not like executing on diet that, that matters, right. It's, there's something deeper. And, and I've always said, like, if I can get you to create compliance to a diet, then you'll win because I am knowledgeable enough. And, and most of us are knowledgeable enough to execute properly on a diet. The, the real difficulty lies in getting a person to get out of their own way and actually facilitate that compliance to that dietary protocol. 
And I believe that really good coaches in every industry, be it financial, be it business, be it strength coaching, be it life coaching, you know, whatever it is, the really good coaches are the ones that create an environment, create a belief in a person's self and, and, and create a path to actual implementation. And, and when that happens, dude, game over. Would you agree with that? Like a practice that I use a lot is just asking really good questions because I find that like, if you just ask a good question and then, you know, your client repeats, you know, their answer out loud or, you know, they type it up and they're able to see it like come out of their brain. Do you think that's like, like that's a really powerful process or uh, practice to help somebody to develop a better mindset? Just asking really good questions. Well, I, I definitely think awareness is a big key component of everything. And so I think that, you know, if you're asking questions to facilitate that awareness, then the answer is yes. Um, you know, I, I think that as long as that is the, the end goal, 100%. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, now, with all that, too, uh, I'd love to know your thoughts on, uh, and that's something I was really excited to have you on to ask you this question is like, um, issues inside nutrition coaching. Like uh, I feel like a lot of people are doing it really good. A lot of people are doing it not so good. Um, I've got some, uh, some ideas on like how I feel about it. I'd love to know if, if ours parallel at all, like number one issue inside nutrition coaching that you see. Oh man, I could go on a, on a rampage. On Do that. it man. Fire um, it up. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know, here's the truth, right? Like I, I think that we're, I think we're actually on a decline. I think that Nutrition coaching in the last year or two was probably at its peak. And I think that it's become so commoditized right now. And, and, you know, listen, there's a lot of really successful nutrition coaches. You know, you're allowed, you're around these groups and, you know, you come in, you come in the collective and you see guys making 20, 30, 40, 50, you know, even $80,000 a month, mm-hmm. uh, which is close to a million dollar mark, you know, making this and people see that and, and they're like, well, shit, I want to do that. And, and so now it's like the success has brought in the pretenders. And, and so we're in a state now where people are doing it for the income. And I fucking hate that. Um, you know, at the end of the day, man, I'm seeing more and, and I'm sure you are, you're seeing more and more cases of people that are fucked up from having hired, you know, said nutrition coach. And, and that's, that's using that term really loosely. Um, you know, the reason I, I ultimately opened the certification in this space was to clean it up. And, and to, you know, it really eliminate the pretenders. And, you know, I, I'm hoping, and, and I always say my mission is to shift the world from repair to optimization. I think that, you know, we're, we're living in a world of repair right now where we're cleaning up the damage that these assholes have done. Um, and so I, I think that knowledge as a whole from an industry is at an all-time high, but execution on that knowledge is at an all-time low. Um, and, and I think that's solely predicated on people wanting the easy way out. And, and that really disturbs me. Man, um, it's funny you say that. I just uh, recently just did a workup and an intake process with a new client. And uh, basically what she told me was, you know, she's got all these issues, PCOS, Hashimoto's, she's overweight, she's pre-diabetic. I mean, there's all kinds of just dysfunction going on in there. And she was like, very, you know, we were going through the whole process. She reached out to me on Instagram and um, we were, we were doing her whole workup and she was like skittish, I guess is the only word I can really think of just asking tons of questions, just like completely like crazy questions. Like what does this process look like? Do you take my money first? Do you make me pay three months up front? Um, just was like asking all these questions and just come to find out like with this one, with all these women's issues, she had a coach that like after her program was over, 
He took it from her, ceased all contact. It was like some sort of challenge thing. There was no diet after the diet. He did no sort of intake form. Her, she was training six days a week for like an hour and a half a day. And it was just like running herself into more and more dysfunction. Like this coach did nothing to learn who she is. And it, it goes, and, and that's why I had that question is because I just think that he might be exactly what you were talking about. Completely monetarily driven. He just wanted to get his money for, and it could be, a, I don't even know if it's a guy or a girl, but this person just wanted to get their money and then didn't even care about this client. And it led her to being very skittish when she was being onboarded by me because she was very skeptical of like, and I was asking lots of questions. I had an intake form. There's a, a process and systems to everything that I was doing. And she was just like blown away. Like, this is the greatest thing ever. And it just made me have this realization that like, there is a lot of those issues out there. And it's actually the reason that I'm even in the, like, I never wanted to get into the online space. My two businesses are doing fantastic. Um, everything's great. I, but I really got into the online space because like, just like you said, I wanted to create an impact. And there is a lot of, there at the time, there was a lot of garbage out there. And I wanted to be, I wanted to come to the, the space with uh, an authentic, impactful message and a service that was uh, impactful instead of one that was just like solely monetarily driven. Yeah, I mean, I think it's, uh, you know, it's, it's crazy. <sighs> the skepticism and, and like, it's, that was the part that I really picked up on that you said there. Like, mm -hmm. I, I hate that. Like, I don't want people to go into something assuming the worst. Like, like why, you know what I mean? It's like, it, it, can you imagine us walking into a doctor's office? Like, you know, and, and like, not to get like extreme, but like, Hey, are you going to fuck me up? Yeah. <laughs> like, like, like none of us walk into a doctor's office to, and ask that question. Like, Hey, is this going to be like the worst experience? Are you going to give me the wrong medicine? Am I almost going to die? Like, no. Why has our profession gotten to that point? Like, that's a, that's a really fucking sad thing, man. Like that, that really bums me out. It's tough. And it was something I had to keep reinforcing uh, this client. Like, look, this is not going to be a process like that. Um, it's crazy because I delivered her nutrition protocols to her or the, you know, the, her first steps and her workout program to her before I even took money from her. Because at the end of the day, like, um, it's just how I feel about it. And that could be a bad business practice. And I probably should straighten that up a little bit. But um, I kind of did that because I wanted to show her like, look, this, you know, I'm not, this is already done. I've thought this through. You know, we'll take care of the financials right after we get that done. So she very well could have, you know, taken the program in her, her first setting and like just went and did whatever she wanted and never spoke to me again. But I felt like it was something that needed to be done just to show her like this is going to be a different, um, a completely different setup than what she was used to. Yeah, I mean, and I hope that was received. Oh, 100%. I mean, she's a client now and she's loving it. Nothing but great feedback. Um, but it, it just, just like you said, it really bums me out that the skepticism of like thinking I was going to screw her up was there. And I, I hope at least for just one person, I can change that. And I know that the people you work with and your coaches or your business are doing the same thing. Dude, I, I know for a fact, that's like what we pride ourselves on. Love it. Love it. Um, so something I really enjoy about your story is that, you know, you came in the game, your nutrition coaching, then you decided to start a certification and then people started approaching you to start business coaching them. And, and obviously that's advanced even further now. Did you find that your transition from 
like nutrition coaching into like the business coaching space, did you find that to be an easy transition? Like, when did you know that like, Hey, I'm ready to do this. I'm ready to lead other people through their business. Dude, it's a crazy story. Like actually your coach who's like Cody McBroom, you know, he's, he's really the one like responsible for the transition, man. Like he, he came out to me and you know, he said, uh, he's like, bro, like, you know, I really want you to coach me. Like I resonate with everything that you do. And, you know, he, uh, I, I honestly, I had no intention of doing business coaching. Like I, like, you know, like I said earlier, I don't work with anybody unless I'm a hundred percent confident I can deliver value. And, and I had never done it, you know, and, and I was very transparent with him about that. And, and like, that's a lesson for all the coaches. Like you have to, you have to be transparent with what you can deliver and you have to be confident in that. You know what I mean? Like mm-hmm. you have to be able to do that. So I, uh, I said, you know, let me, let me, tell me like what you want as deliverables and I will think on it. And, and I thought on it for three weeks before I ever took him on. Um, and then I finally agreed to it, took him on, you know, we created a lot of success and that was really it. Like that, that was the transition, man. Like that was really how it went. I'm not, it's something that like, I'm really intrigued myself and something it, basically the same way. They're like, you know, you created your, my, my mentor clients were like, man, you create some success in your business. I'd love for you to help us walk through some of this stuff. And it's, um, it's a, it's a cool process. And, and for me, it feels like almost the exact same, like, uh, where are you at now? Where are you trying to go? And then obviously like, and something I love about how Cody coaches me is that like, it's not all like tactics and marketing and advertising. Like it's a lot of work on like me, right? Like me developing belief in myself and, and just that developing over the past year for me has been huge and like super impactful. And um, it, it's so interesting to me right now that there's so much of that. There's a lot of like fitness coaches, nutrition coaches that are turning into, you know, like, and, and I hate saying business coach also, like, I think it's a dumb thing, but like they're, they're going from, one spectrum into the next and now they're you know they're coaching coaches and i just think it's uh it's pretty it's pretty profound and it's cool to see that transition happening and then seeing people so successful you know i i think if i'm being honest i think it's a catch-22 i think there's some that are because obviously you know listen as a as a business coach you charge more money um Mm -hmm. and and i think some people see the profitability of that and they're like oh like i could do that you know, like, I think that, again, that space is going to end up like the nutrition space is today where, you know, you got people that are the pretenders that are wanting to do it that really haven't created much on their own. Um, so, you know, I, I hope that we can keep that space a little cleaner. But yeah, man, like, I love what you said in the sense that, like, you know, Cody's teaching you to lead yourself, man. Like, I, again, none of us are, we shouldn't be creating dependency on, on coaches. I actually did an Instagram live on that this morning. Like, we as coaches should not be creating dependency. We should be creating education. We should be teaching you how to lead. And, and leadership of yourself is not just in the dimension of finance. You know, I, I talk about the three-dimensional model all the time. Um, you know, it's frame family finance. You know, you need to lead yourself physically and physiologically. You need to lead yourself inside your connections with your friends, your significant others, and your family. And, and yes, you need to lead other people in your business and your clients and your team. But if, if we don't teach you to be the best version of yourself, like how on earth are you ever going to deliver those things? 100% agree. And it's something too, that w- with my team that we're working on is like, look guys, like we got to develop a belief in ourselves. We got to develop our education because we want to, and, and with just, I mean, in general, compliance is going to be a lot better through the educational piece and through that person developing 
belief in themselves, but um, like developing ourselves and our belief is just been huge for me to, I mean, now when I speak to a client or, or to a, a mentor client, like it's just a different conversation. I come, I come to them from a very confident place, which I feel like if you're super confident and something like I feel off of people that, that I feel off of other people who are confident, you can kind of feed off of that a little bit and you can just uh, by design and being in their, you know, their, their same area, you can kind of feed off of that and you get some of that confidence yourself until you find it within yourself. A hundred percent, man. I, I agree. And I, I think like one of the best things that a coach can do is, is empower you to have that, you know, like we said, uh, you know, like we said earlier in this podcast, you know, that, that self-awareness, that self-belief, I really believe is one of the, the key components to creating a ton of success. And so, um, you know, if we can empower other people to really have that in their lives, you know, as coaches through what we do, um, you know, I, I think that's, that should be something that we really focus on. 100%. Now, you know, we're talking all this about all this belief in ourselves and stuff. Um, are there any like practices or any uh, sorts of exercises that you do daily or um, that you've done in the past that have just been very impactful to, to help you with some of these processes? You know what? I mean, I, aside from just really studying a lot of like what people have done and, you know, obviously I've had mentors, you know, one thing is anybody that's listening to this, that's a coach. Um, if you don't have a coach in your life, like I call you a fraud. Um, like you should have coaches. Like if you're a coach and you believe in the art of coaching and the, the field of coaching, you should have a coach in your life, period, the end. Um, and I have coaches in every walk of my life. Um, but you know, one thing I, I really do is I, I protect my mornings, um, as I think a lot of successful people do. And, and I have what I call the three-dimensional morning. Um, you know, I have daily movement, which is my frame. Um, you know, I have a, a daily gratitude that I do, which is, uh, my family, right? Like I, I'm always connected with somebody, letting them know that they, you know, how important they are to me. Um, and then I have a daily financial review. So I look at where I'm at and where I'm going. Uh, and so like, those are the three dimensions that I believe are critical to being a complete human being. Um, and, and so those are always the three dimensions that I'm making sure I start my day with positively so that mm -hmm. I, I just remind myself I'm in a good place. Like no matter what, I'm in a good place. Um, you know, they, and it helps bring down the level of chaos because let's be honest, man, as a business owner of three businesses, there's a level of chaos that exists that can drive you nuts at times. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> so, and, and yeah, I mean, you know all about that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so I, I want to change gears a little bit, like, because your bread and butter when you first got into the game was nutrition. And, uh, I would feel yep. real silly if I didn't ask you some questions about that. So being <laughs> like, like speak into my being, you know, if we, if we rewind a little bit, my history was, you know, want to be CrossFit competitor, pushing myself, hammering myself in the gym, paleo diet, you know, all kinds of stuff, just doing it wrong. And it was like, you know, there were, there were coaches in the space at the time that were supporting all the stuff that I was doing wrong. And really, you know, we had, we had guys and girls out there saying like, if you're going to be a competitive athlete in the sport of functional fitness, you need to be a certain percentage of body fat. You need to do this, that, and the other. And, you know, when I first heard about you and what your message was, you came talking about, you know, HPA, HPA access dysfunction and how prevalent it is and how, uh, you know, you came with the, the triangle of trust conversation. And it like spoke to me and to a lot of, uh, you know, fellow athletes because, you know, we were burnt out. We were having a lot of issues and we just kept, you know, maybe we're not training hard enough. Maybe we're not taking the right supplement. And you came with a different message. Um, so how did that conversation like, and I'm going to say land in your lap. I'm sure it didn't. I'm sure it was very well thought out, but like you came with that conversation to the space and that was my first introduction to you. Like, where did that come from? Was it just dealing with athletes that were going through it? Um, walk me through that a little bit. 
yeah, a little bit of both. So to be honest, like I said, in like the very beginning of this podcast, you know, I think that those of us that are in this space are all a product of something we've been through. So I've, I've been through HPA access dysfunction myself and I had to learn about it firsthand. <clears throat> Excuse me. Cause there was nobody talking about it, like you said. And so, you know, when I was experiencing it, I was just like, man, why am I so tired? Why am I not motivated? Why, you know, at the time I was spending $500 a month on a CrossFit coach. Why am I spending all this money on a coach when I don't even want to go to the gym? Like that's a problem. And, and I had no idea. And so I started investigating it and I started learning. Well, then I started training and, you know, not training, but doing nutrition for a lot of high level CrossFitters. And I started to just notice some alarming trends at the irresponsibility with how they handled their nutrition. And, and I was like, wow. And I started to piece up the two. And that was really like what, what kind of led me into the rabbit hole of, of creating these conclusions. And like you said, you know, when I first brought it to the space, nobody wanted to hear it because everyone in CrossFit was like, no, like you just need more supplements or no, you're just training wrong. Or like, you know, nobody really wanted to hear the approach. Um, but dude, as we see today, 2019, like the ideas I brought, they're very much validated. Oh, they're everywhere. And, and, you know, I use a lot of them in conversation now because it's like, I won't even like, you know, I do a lot of individual program design and, um, the, once I start going through the lifestyle stuff and, and asking about biofeedback and trying to see like, if there is any kind of hormonal issue or anything like that, or any sort of nervous system issue, like, um, I won't even go into the conversation of building them a workout program until yep. we, we find out like where they are and if they even need something like that. And, um, I'd love for you to go in a little bit to the triangle of trust and, and where that came from and, um, how you apply it to this whole, this whole conversation of like, if a person's in a position to do certain things. Well, so it's, so the triangle of awareness has more to do with what your goals are and are not. And, and so that was developed more inside of like, you know, again, I was working with a lot of high level CrossFitters and I was basically, you know, I was getting these CrossFitters that close to regionals and games time, you know, they're very talented athletes, but they would say to me, they would say, you know, Hey, I, uh, you know, I, I really want to look good while I'm on the floor, which as you and I know, requ- you know, losing body fat requires going into a calorie deficit. And, and I'm like, how in the world do you want me to put you in a calorie deficit and expect you to compete for the title of world's fittest man or woman? Like, it's just not possible. Right. And so I started realizing that you have different sets of goals. And, and I, all of a sudden I started taking it to the extreme. I'm like, all right, so who's the best performers in the world? And I'm like, well, this is what that requires. And then I started thinking about the aesthetic world and, and the sacrifices that they make. And then, you know, we kind of pieced in some longevity and the sacrifices there. And when you actually start to visualize that, they were like literally three points maximal distance from each other. And that was where like the triangle concept came in. Um, and, and, you know, obviously I called it the triangle of awareness because honestly it was a lack of awareness of individuals that was contributing to this. Like that was the crazy piece. Like I couldn't believe how much people misunderstood what goals are and more importantly, what they are not. I use it all the time in conversations with clients now too, because I 100% agree with it because it's, it's a very simple conversation. Uh, especially like, you know, if a, if a client comes to me and they're like, you know, I want to get an individual design. I want to compete in this for CrossFit. Uh, and then I want to go into a cut because I need to lean out. And I'm like, well, whoa, whoa, let's, let's, let's hit the brakes for a minute. Let's find out what's more important to you and, and where we are in certain things first. And uh, if like, I'm not going to put a client in a cut when they're trying to ramp up for a specific competition or something like that. And it's just having that conversation and then using that as a tool in that conversation to, 
create that awareness to to give them that like that mindset of like okay what do i really want right now what's most important am i am i willing to sacrifice these other facets and these other things to push towards this goal or you know is getting leaner more important than me to think competing right now because you know, there's give and take in all three of those things. If I'm cutting this person and then hammering them with, you know, volume for, uh, you know, preparation for a competition or stuff like that, I'm just going to leave them in a dysfunction. And my integrity is just not going to allow me to do that. So uh, I think it's a super powerful tool. And I love that it's out there. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's been really cool to see it like, you know, the industry really embraced it. Um, you know, when, when I kind of brought it to, to the forefront, like, you know, it wasn't like the, it wasn't like my conversation on HPA access dysfunction where the industry really like, you know, went against me. Um, this is one where they really, uh, this is one where they really were like, wow, like that's a great, that's a great thought process. And, and you know, you've seen a lot of people promote it. I, I mean, I shoot, I use it daily with my clients and it's something that, uh, is, is very, very useful for me and I appreciate it 100%. Um, so moving forward a little bit, man, I, I, I'd love to know, like, what's, what's next for you, man? What's on, the, what's on the radar that you're pushing for? Is it more of the same thing or is there something, you know, big that you're working on to, to, to bring to the space? Well, there's, uh, I've got a couple things in the works. I think that, you know, when we brought IM3 to the space, the, the model, you know, I always called it the connection-based model of coaching. Um, you know, that was brand new. And, and I think that, the industry as a whole is, is primed for a paramount change. Uh, and I think that I'm, what I'm about to do is really going to lead that. Um, and so I, I can't say a lot because I'm, I'm really like, I'm just prior to a big launch, but I can tell you that nice. anybody that follows me will see something really big come out of our camp here in about the next three to six months. Uh, and I really believe it's going to change the way the game is done. Um, I also, I also believe I'm putting something together for coaches in the space to make them more successful um, and to really allow them to lead. And so the coaches that really know their shit, um, I'm going to, I'm creating a, a set of resources for them to, to really dominate the space. Um, and, and I'm really excited to get that out. Um, you know, and then the third thing is obviously, you know, with NCI, I'm, I'm getting ready to make that more available to everybody. I've completely digitized everything. So the, the content actually at the end of this coming week will for the first time be available completely instant download, get your access to it. You don't have to come to a live event. Um, so you know, I'm really just trying to make the right information more accessible to people. That's, that's really like the, the vision. Um, and so as, as we do that, that's kind of where I'm, that, that's really where my mind is right now. Love it, man. Looking forward to it. Uh, now in part in here, uh, I don't have any like personality questions or anything like that. I, I guess a common question that I get is like, you know, what books am I reading, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. So I just think it's always cool to hear, uh, what different coaches are reading and how and what they're using to learn right now. So what are your, uh, we'll just go three. What are your top three, like most recommended books? <laughs> That's always a good question when people ask me because yeah. I am the dickhead that does not read ever. Um, I never, I do not open up a book and read ever. Like um, I, I can't tell you the last book I actually read. Um, that being said, um, I do listen to audiobooks on occasion. Mm -hmm. Um, so people are like, they're like, dude, like you could just listen to audiobooks on the plane. And I'm like, yes, I absolutely could. But you don't understand, like the plane is like my sacred space because as, as you know, like when I'm like not on the plane, like I have 10 million people texting me all the time, like needing my attention, needing my time. And I'm, I try to be like the most giving person of my time and attention. Um, and so you know, when I'm on the plane, like people can't really get to me. And so I just try to like kick it and relax and, and usually just sleep to be totally honest. 
Um, but like, I, I do on occasion listen to an audio book. Um, there's a girl named Kat Hoke, um, C-A-T, I think it's C-A-T-T-H-O-K-E. Um, but like I, I attended a conference in Denver and she spoke and like literally it was like the single most compelling talk I've ever listened to in my life. Like, like the two hours that she spoke, I fundamentally changed me as like a human being. Um, and, and so I just listened to her book, which I thought was pretty rad. Um, I don't even remember the name of it, but that was, that was probably the last one. Um, the, when I do listen to an audio book right now, I'm listening to David Goggins, um, which I think is really good. I think it's a good audio book. I think it's cool how he like pivots and, and does it like interview style. Um, but man, that's really it. You know, I'm a big fan of Garrett White stuff, like obviously warrior. Um, so I listen to his podcast every day. Um, but that's really it, man. Like I, I don't have any great reading material. I wish I had something, I wish I had something better to give you. No, I mean, it, it, you know, it's, it's your truth. You know, it is what it is. And it's funny that, um, you mentioned like being all things to all people like I, I or you know, being available for people constantly. I, I find that I'm on the other side of the spectrum. Like maybe I listen too much. So it's nice for me recently to just, you know, <laughs> my wife probably thinks I'm a psycho, but like I'll ride in the car just completely silent just because there's so much noise. There's so much conversations. Like I'm talking sure. constantly. Yeah. Like, and I, and I can, down. and I can do that. Yeah. It's always crazy. Yeah. Um, I, I could do the same thing though. Like, I mean, I can tell, you know, everybody knows I go to Starbucks every day. <laughs> like yeah same thing Some, sometimes i'll go in complete silence yeah it's actually nice so to I, I feel you on that clear. um so yeah with that now like the the last question i always ask people is always interesting and you kind of already hit on a little bit is like um when you do learn like what's your preferred method do you like to listen to something are you like a visual learner are you hands-on like how do you go about that I like to learn through application. So like, you know, I'm very much a learn by doing and, and that's, you know, that's exemplified in, in NCI, you know, Nutritional Coaching Institute, the way that we, the way that we test you for certification is we make you go out and do case studies. Um, you know, we make you go out and do hands-on 90 days work with somebody. Um, and, and, you know, like actually, uh, you know, prove that you're good at your craft. You know, I, I hate the certifications and I always hated school because it's like, I don't care that I can recite bullshit on a multiple choice test. Like that doesn't tell me how fucking good I am. Right. What, what tells me how good I am is like, can I actually put this shit to use in the real world? Um, and so that's how I like to learn. I like to get in the real world and I like to do it. Um, you know, you and I could sit here all day and we could talk tech and you could explain to me how it works. But the minute I open up a computer, I'm going to be like, I'm going to have like a blank stare on my face. But if you walk me through it and I can actually do it, like that's, you know, that's when I'll actually be able to do it. Love it. I'm the same. I'm very much the same way. I'm a, I, I see it, I do it. And then I got it. If I don't, if I don't, you know, yeah. get hands on it or, or, or work through something like you're talking about, like a case study or something, if I'm being honest, I'm not going to apply whatever I learned very well. Uh, so I, I right. 100%. Um, now, man, uh, I appreciate your time today. Uh, go ahead and plug yourself, man. Where can people get more information about you, learn more of your methods? Um, go ahead and put your stuff out. <laughs> Dude, I'm a simple person, man. Like, uh, so first of all, I love to connect with people. Um, you know, so hit me up just personally on my social media, like on Facebook, it's Jason Phillips on Instagram. It's Jason Phillips underscore I am three. Um, but you know, our company stuff, uh, you know, I, at I am three nutrition and obviously at nutritional coaching Institute show some love there. Um, like I said, we've got some, uh, we've got some big things coming and, uh, I'm excited to share it with the world. Guys. And if you don't, if you don't get this guy with a follow, you, you clearly don't want to get pumped up. And we were talking a little bit before we got on the air and 
you know, within five or six minutes of watching a video or being around him, you're going to want to run through a wall. So uh, go ahead and do yourself a favor and, and give him a good follow. Here. <laughs> I appreciate that, man. I think that, uh, you know, you've gotten to experience me in some really good environments. And, um, you know, I actually have a business uh, summit later today that I'm fired up for. So, um, yeah, man, I, anybody that can bring that out of me, I'm always, you know, I'm always down for it. But at the end of the day, it's always rooted in the same stuff, right? And that's always what I want people to understand is it's like, man, like at the end of the day, that passion, it's, it's not, it doesn't just like live there. It lives there because like, I just want to see people do well. I want to see people succeed. I want people to, to go crush it. And, uh, that's it. I think with that though, like being contagious, right. That's something that I really strive to be every day. It's like, be contagious, be somebody that people want to be around and people can feed off of. And, uh, you 100% live up to that ideal. So I appreciate that. I appreciate you, man. Cool, man. Well, thanks for coming on the show today. I appreciate the time. And, uh, man, we'll talk to you in the future. All righty, my man. I appreciate you. Thanks. Hey, thank you so much for listening to the show today. I hope you got some value and some tools to take away to create yourself and create a life and engineer it to what you can be proud of. Now, do me a favor. Podcasts live, breathe, and die off of ratings and reviews on iTunes. So do me a favor before you go. Head on over to iTunes. Give me a five-star rating and review. Tell us something that you love about the podcast. Talk about guests that you want to have on. In general, we just want to get some feedback and know how this podcast is going and if it's helping people. Now, thank you, and we look forward to talking to you next time.